Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. I'm Marcia. Psalms 31:24 reads, Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you that hope in the Lord. What is hope? Hope is the feeling that what is wanted can be had, or that events will turn out for the best. Hope is a person or thing in which expectations are centered. And hope is to look forward with desire and reasonable confidence. Remember when we talked about the story of Joseph when he was sold into slavery by his brothers? You think his hope wasn't lost when that happened to him? And what about Job? He lost everything, not only his wealth, his material things, but his children. And then his body was afflicted by the devil. So I would say that would cause a lot of hopelessness in a person. Some of us have felt hopelessness for less than what this man endured, and it affects everybody differently. Yet God is the one thing that we can hold on to in a hopeless situation, no matter what the situation is, and no matter how hopeless it is. If we find ourselves in a situation such as being in the midst of a protest that's gone bad, or rival gangs that are at war with one another, the fighting is not going to stop so that the way will be cleared for you to get to safety. But God can get you out of that situation alive and in one piece. I do feel the need to add, though, that more times than not, He will put in our heart, He will put a burden on our spirit not to do something or go a certain place at one time or another, we all have experienced that feeling in the gut of our stomach or that feeling in our spirit not to go, not to do something. 99% of the time, we ignore that warning and we continue on. The goal of this message is when you are in what seems to be a hopeless situation, the only glimmer of hope is God. But the question is, will you turn to him and will you allow him to help you through it? Or will you allow unbelief or stubbornness to keep you from reaching out to him, thereby stumbling your own block? Having hope is the first step. If you refuse to have hope, how are you going to reach out to God? If you refuse to have hope, how are you going to search for a solution to your problem? I don't see many people who are sitting around hopeless looking for solutions. They just tend to give up. From my viewpoint, that hope that you have should always be placed in God. When it's all said and done, God is the only one who can open that door that's standing before you that you don't see 
He's the only one who can make a way out of no way in any situation. So I would like to talk about Rahab. Rahab's story can be found in the book of Joshua. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here. Joshua was looking to take the city of Jericho and he sent spies into the city. They went to Rahab because Rahab was a prostitute. Being visitors into a city, it wasn't unusual for them to stay at her home as many other travelers did because of her profession. The men of the city knew that these Israelites were spies and they reported their presence to the king. And the king summoned Rahab and asked her about it. She lied to the king and told them that they were there, but they had left. And if he sent men out right away, they, they might catch up with them. Rahab had hid the spies on her roof. She told them that her city had heard about all of what God had done for them, including drying up the Red Sea. She told them that she knew that their God would deliver her city into their hands. But she asked that her life and the lives of her family would be spared since she saved their life by hiding them away. She hid them long enough for the ones who were out looking for them to look and then return back to the city. And then she told them when to leave so that they could get away. They gave their word that she and all her family, as long as they were in her house, when they came for the attack, that she and her family would be spared. But if anyone in her family ventured out into the streets, then their death would be on their hands. Rahab knew that God had led the Israelites. She knew from the stories that she heard and by what everyone talked about in the city and everything that God had done for the Israelites she decided to believe, trust, and have faith in this God that what he had done before for the Israelites, he would do again. It says in Joshua 2, 8 and 11, And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you, when you came out of Egypt, and what you did unto the two kings, the Amorites, that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt, neither did remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and earth beneath. When the time come for them to attack, they killed everyone except Rahab and her family who remained in her house. 
When the attack came, they got Rahab and all of her family out of the city safely. It tells us in Joseph 6.17, And the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are therein, to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all that are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that were sent. Joshua 6.23 And the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. And they brought out all her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. Joshua 6.25 And Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive and her father's household and all that she had. And she dwelled in Israel even unto this day, because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Because Rahab heard about what God had done for his people, she chose to believe that he was the true God. She admitted to the spies that the men of her city lacked courage, and all their hearts were melted because they had seen what the hand of God would do. But when those spies came to her home, she had hope, a hope that rose up in her, that she could possibly save herself and her family by showing kindness to these men and hiding them when people were looking for them. She wanted herself and her family to be spared. This woman, along with everyone else in the city, knew the doom that was coming. But she didn't give up, and she didn't wait to be slaughtered. She didn't try to come up with a plan that would stir the men of the city into action of battle. That would not have happened. Because she knew what God's hand is on will prevail. God's hand in this situation was not going to change the outcome for this city and its inhabitants. It tells us in Hebrews 11.31, By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not, when she had received the spies with peace. Rahab, being a prostitute, was the lowest of the low in society. But like Rahab, it doesn't matter where you come from or what you were taught to believe or not believe. God gave each one of us a brain and he gave us eyes. She could see that God who led the Israelites and stood with them was the one true God. And she took a chance that she would not be rejected but believe because she had seen and she did believe she believed that god could and god would and she took a chance that he would not reject her and he did not she could have chosen to continue on in disbelief and disobedience with her lifestyle but she allowed herself to hope and that hope stirred her heart to show favor and kindness to the spies asking for the same favor 
and kindness for herself and her family when the time would come. If she didn't believe that their God could do it, then she along with her family would have died that day. But that hope that stirred within her was faith. Faced with a life and death crisis, will we hold on to the hope and lean on the Lord and pray our way through it? Or will we just give up? It says in Psalms thirty-three, eighteen to 22, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we hope in you. I pray that we will never lose hope in you, Lord, no matter what comes upon us or crosses our path. I pray we will always remember who you are in our lives and never let go of that hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye.